بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد فهذه منظومة these lines of poetry تشتمل على أقسام التوحيد which you'll find necessitates or is included in it the categories of tawheed tawheed al-uluhiyya tawheed al-rububiyya wa tawheed al-asma'u al-sifat the three categories of tawheed maintain Allah's oneness in his worship in his lordship and in his beautiful names and attributes affirming his beautiful names and attributes وَعَلَىٰ أُمَّهَاتْ عَقَائِدِ أَهْلِ السُنَّةِ وَالْجَمَعَةِ And also it necessitates the most important affairs or from the important affairs with regards to the belief of أَهْلِ السُنَّةِ وَالْجَمَعَةِ الَّتِي تَفَقُوا عَلَيْهَا That which they uh, had consensus over or united upon. وَعَلَىٰ التَّفَكُّرِ فِي مَخْلُوقَاتِ اللَّهِ And in it you'll find also Encouragement to ponder over the creation of Allah. And those proofs and signs that necessitate that or prove that. And upon his beautiful names and attributes. And also this treatise that we're going to read why Shaykh Abdurrahman al-Sa'di rahimahullah would include in it encouragement to have good manners, noble manners, good character. And to be free from lowly manners, lowly ways, lowly etiquettes. For indeed these affairs are the fundamentals of this knowledge and from its most important affairs and it is by Shaykh Abdurrahman al-Sa'di rahimahullah 65 lines of poetry that Shaykh Abdurrahman al-Sa'di rahimahullah wrote as some scholars mentioned when he was 25 years old <coughs> because when he was 26 plus he had mentioned this risala or he referred to it meaning that he had written it before 26, so it could have been 25 or less. 65 lines of poetry. And we have three lessons, inshallah. We'll try to finish Naam in this time. So he begins by saying, Faya sa'ilan an manhajil haqi yabtaghi. He begins with fa. Usually fa comes after amma ba'd. And the scholars mentioned that. This is after praising Allah and then you move on to the next section you say amma ba'd fa fa inna asdaq al-hadith kitabullah after amma ba'd fa inna asdaq al-hadith the best speech is the book of Allah so here fa isharatun annahu bada bilhamd so this necessitates that he actually began with alhamd and with praising Allah and testifying to his oneness. And thereafter he said, فَيَا سَائِلًا عَنْ مَنْهَجِ الْحَقِّ يَبْتَغِي 
Oh, one who asks or is asking about the methodology, the true methodology, ويبتغي, and he is seeking. سلوك طريق القوم سلوك طريق القوم حقا ويسعد is asking about the the path treading the path and suluk means to tread the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam said man salaka tariqan yaltamisu fihi ilman sahala Allah lahu tariqan ila aljannah whoever treads the path of knowledge Allah makes the path of paradise easy for him man salaka tariq aljannah whoever treads the path of من سلك طريقا يلتمس فيه علما يلتمس فيه علما يلتمس shows you how close he is with knowledge يلتمس فيه علما that he's treading the path of knowledge not once a week not once in a while يلتمس that's how close he is with knowledge daily he's regular He's busy with knowledge. Allah makes the path of paradise easy for him. So my advice to myself and to my brothers and sisters, tread the path of knowledge as the Messenger commanded us, or as the Messenger advised us with, and that is, be regular with ilm. Muraja'at al-ilm, muraja'at al-Qur'an, muraja'at al-Sunnah, muraja'at aqwal al-Salaf, Wallahi, this is where happiness is. Is that path of knowledge where you are reading the book of Allah and pondering over the book of Allah, the Quran, tafsir, going through tafsir of Juz Amma, going through tafsir of Juz Tabarak, going through the tafsir of the Salaf, whether it's Tabari or Baghawi or Ibn Kathir, or after that, from the complete tafsir, the tafsir of Siddiq Hassan Khan in Ibadat, and tafsir of Ash-Shawkan in Ibadat, even though those, the latter two may have some ta'wil in Asma'u Sighat, but in Ibadat, Allahumma Barik, much khair. In tafsir al-Tabari, Tabari who died 310 Hijriya, from the oldest complete tafsir, full of athar, full of narrations of the Sahaba, radiallahu anhum, and tafsir al-Baghawi, a beautiful tafsir which you'll find lots of benefits one verse and he gives it so many benefits from the explanation of the messenger وسلم, from the best of the tafsir tafsir al-baghawi and tafsir ibn kathir so much manhaj methodology clarified in his tafsir clarifying the aqidah sahiha and the methodology the manhaj subhanallah many many verses you read and you think, Allahu Akbar, this tafsir is amazing, tafsir ibn Kathir, because he brings you fawaid. I'll give you one example. This Quran, guys, that which is upright. Bring tafsir, you have tafsir ibn Kathir here? In the masjid, leave books of tafsir in, in the masjid. This is beneficial for those who come to the masjid. Tafsir ibn Kathir. Inna hadha al-Qur'an yahdi lilati ya aqwam. And tafsir al-Sa'di as well. Those two tafsir, it's good to have them in the masjid. Inna hadha al-Qur'an yahdi lilati ya aqwam. If you go to both of those tafsir, 
you see aqidah and manhaj yahdi in this quran guys that which is upright so somebody may ask what is the upright way then and if you go back to those tafsir you will see that aqwam means awdah the clearest path so this path is clear as the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam had mentioned لا تزل طائفة من أمتي على الحق ظاهرين there will not cease to be a group upon the truth clearly upon the truth ظاهرين clearly upon the truth لا يضرهم من خذلهم ولا من خالفهم حتى يأتي أمر الله وهم على ذلك they will not be harmed by those who those who abandon them not by those who try to deceive them until the command of Allah comes and they are upon that. So this path is awdah. It's clear path. And also they mentioned a'dal. This path is the most just path. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the whole Quran, He mentions about His justice. وَتَمَّتْ كَلِمَةُ رَبِّكَ صِدْقًا وَعَدْلًا The words of your Lord have been completed with truth and justice. قَالَ ibn Kathir. صِدْقًا فِي الْأَخْبَارِ وَعَدْلًا فِي الْأَوَامِرِ وَالنَّوَاهِ صِدْقًا This Qur'an, this Qur'an, the words of the Qur'an have been completed with truth in terms of the akhbar, the news that, have reached, that has reached us. And in terms of adlan, in terms of justice, meaning in commanding and forbidding. Everything that Allah has commanded is just. And everything Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden is just. And Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, and As-Sa'di, if you go back to the tafsir again, you will see, they said, Awdah. A'dal. Awdah wa a'dal. Let me see the rest of the words. Now, subun. See, it's even better when you get the, the actual words. Not just awdah. Awdah subun. The best, clear, the clearest path. The clearest path. Eh, Allah. Wa anna hada sirati mustaqima Clear path. Straight path. It's not crooked. Shaykh Rahman Allah says, it's not crooked. Nor is it hilly. It is the shortest path. Ehdina Sirat al-Mustaqim guide us to the straight path. He says it's not crooked. doesn't go right to the left and left. Nor does it go up and down. It is the quickest path, the shortest path that will get you to Jannah. Sirat al-Mustaqim. He said, Awdahi subun. So yes, you have to be upon clarity. You can't be mixing and matching with the people of innovation and being one foot, a Sheikh Muhammad bin Hadi one time, he said to those brothers in South London, he said, you can't put one foot with the scholars and the other foot with the partisan groups, with those who call to Hizbiya, partisan groups. Rather, you have to be with both feet with the scholars and be with Al-Sunnah. And actually, Sheikh Muhammad he put one right leg on, he put his right leg apart from his left leg. 
He said, can you walk like that? Can you? One foot with people of Sunnah and the other foot with the people of Bid'ah? You cannot. So this path is awdah subun It is clear. There's no compromising with the people of innovation. The people who have added to the religion. The people who have followed their desires. The people who have left the most important call at tawheed the call of all the prophets and messengers. The people who have left the important call to the sunnah away from bid'ah and hawa, following the athar, the narrations, as was said in the sitting of Imam Ahmad, alayka bi athar, as it sit, sit, said in one of the sittings, alayka bil hadithi wa ahlihi, Upon you is the hadith and its people. Alayka bil hadithi wa ahlihi. Faraiyu laylun wal hadithu naharu. For opinion is night. Not clear. While hadith is day. It's clear. Hadith is clear. Opinion is night. It's not clear. It's darkness. Could be praised opinion according to the sunnah. Could be dispraised. But hadith is clear. Khalas. Whatever the message is asan. Gives you, take it. While hadith is clear. It may be that a youth doesn't find, doesn't follow the path of guidance while the sun is shining in its splendor. It's clear. The sun is shining. The ulama are known. How is it? The ulama, you don't know the ulama. The path is clear. The Quran and the sunnah have been preserved. And we have revealed to you the remembrance that you are Muhammad may clarify to the people what has been revealed to them. So this is clear. It's been clarified. The Quran has been clarified. And it's been preserved. <coughs> we have sent down the dhikra and we are protecting it. And the Messenger said, Inni utitu al-Quran I have been given the Quran and that which is similar to it, with it. The Quran and Sunnah. I have left you two things. If you hold on to them, you will never go astray. The Book of Allah and my Sunnah. With the understanding of who? Of the Sahaba, the best people. وَمَنْ يُشَاقِقَ الرَّسُولِ Surah Nisa verse 115 وَمَنْ يُشَاقِقَ الرَّسُولَ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيْنَ لَهُ الْهُدَى وَيْتَّبِ غَيْرَ سَبِيلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Whoever goes against, contends with the Messenger and he follows a path other than the path of the believers. نُوَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّى So after the path has been clarified to them, نُوَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّى We leave him in the path he has chosen. وَنُصْلِهِ جَهَنَّ and land him in the hellfire and what evil abode that is. So following this path, it is the clearest path. There's no compromising. And it is taqwa that Allah calls us to. Piety. 
and taqwa you will not find with the people of innovation. As Sheikh Ubaid Abdullah said, when Yasir Qadi mentioned that, oh, I feel so much brotherhood and love and so much piety in, when he was mixing with the Sufis, Sheikh Ubaid replied and said, as for the Sufis, they have not got piety. Because piety stems from Quran and Sunnah. So if you have opposed the Quran, then how are you aqwam upright? If you have opposed the Sunnah, how, have you, how are you upright? You have brought that which has opposed the Quran and Sunnah. You, with your adhkar, with your stories that you have in your books, stories claiming that certain priests and rab- that you have, or peers that you set up, knowing the, claiming that they know the unseen, giving them that which only belongs to Allah, knowledge of the unseen. لا يعلمها إلا هو. And with Allah the keys to unseen, no one knows knows it except Him. So this path is the clearest path. Ey Allah, being Salafi, Athari, upon this path of Sunnah, upon Hadith, Wallah is the clearest path and it's the happiest path. Why? Because you restrict yourself with the speech of Allah and with the speech of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Don't go beyond that. As Umar ibn Abdul Aziz said who died 101 Hijriyah from the just rulers and the righteous. What did he say? He said, قِفْ حَيْثُ وَقَفَ الْقَوْمِ فَإِنَّهُمْ عَنْ عِلْمٍ وَقَفُوا Stop where the Sahaba stopped. For they stopped upon knowledge. Don't go beyond what the companions went beyond. Because they went forward upon knowledge. They didn't go beyond the Rasul Sallallahu So this path is awdah. Awdah. At-turq. And this is, we will find it in that verse, in هذا القرآن يهدي للتي هي أقوام. Naam, you find that in verse number 9 in Surah Al-Isra. In Surah Al-Isra. So this path that Shaykh Al-Sa'di, rahimahullah, Naam, is referring to is the path of salvation. The path which is upright. And his tafsir of that verse in Surah Al-Isra. Inna hadha al-Quran yahdi lillati hiya aqwam. This Quran guides to that which is upright. He says... This is what I mentioned. That Ibn Kathir mentions. The clearest path is what? Awdah. Shaykh Al-Sa'di adds, A'dal. And he adds also, Wa'ala. It is the best path. The best path. There's no other path like this path. The path of the Quran, the path of Rasulullah So what is it? A'dal wa a'la. It is the best, and it is the highest and the best, and most just in what? Look what he says. Min al-aqa'id, in terms of belief. There isn't any belief that you'll find better than what you'll find in the Quran, and in the Sunnah. Wal-a'mal, in terms of actions. 
والأخلاق and in terms of manners فمن اهتدى بما يدعو إليه القرآن كان أكمل الناس so whoever is guided with what the Quran calls to is from the most complete of people وأقومهم وأقومهم and from the most upright of them وأهداهم and the most guided of them في جميع أموره in all of his affairs that's one example showing you how these tafasir are so important for us to go back to tafsir al-Sa'di where he has gone back to all these books of tafsir and summarized it in this one volume and in fact his tafsir was from his durus that they compiled from his durus and it shows you the vast knowledge that he had in his durus and he wrote many lines of poetry from them is this that we're going to look at so oh one who's seeking the methodology of truth, seeking, what does he want? He wants the path of the tariq al-qawm. Who's the qawm? When that is mentioned in general sense, who is it? The sahaba radil anhum. And Allah said in Surah Al-Baqarah 137, Allah said, and if they believe, as you Sahaba believe, then they will be guided. So going back to the Sahaba, that is the path of the people, the best people. Radiyallahu anhum wa radu anhu. sabiqun al-awwalun min al-muhajirin wal-ansar wal-ladina tabi'ahum bi-ihsan radiyallahu anhum wa radu The first and foremost, those who migrated from Mecca to Medina, the migrants, the Sahaba in the early days, and the Ansar, the helpers, and those that followed them upon righteousness, Allah is pleased with them, and them pleased with Him. What more do you want than the pleasure of Allah? You gain it by following the Sahaba by following the best of the people. Look, Imam Bukhari, has got a chapter heading in Bukhari, Hubbul Ansar min al-Iman. Loving the Ansar is from Iman. Because if you love the Ansar, Al-Awla and Tuhibul Muhajirin. First and foremost, Tuhibul Muhajirin. So that chapter heading actually is not just Hubul Ansar. If you love the Ansar, you're going to love the Muhajirin because the Muhajirun were the best of the Sahaba before the Ansar. And all of them were considered to be pleased, Allah is pleased with them. And all of them, even as Imam Ahmad said, even if they were with the messengers for one hour. They are considered to be Sahaba. So long as they believed in him, they believed in him, and they died upon Iman. They met him, they believed in him, they met him, and they died upon Iman. The proof of that is, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Tuba liman ra'ani wa Glad tidings for the one who saw me and believed in me. But there were some Sahaba who were blind, so it doesn't mean saw me, it means met me. Because some of the companions were blind. Radiallahu anhum. And they believed in me. That is the definition that Ibn Hajar rahimullah mentions. And many of the scholars mention. What is the definition of a companion? Then we had the, devia- the deviations of Hizbut Tahrir. More than 15-20 years ago when Umar Bakri was leading them. These followers of Taqiyadin al-Nabahani al-Aqlani. The followers of this deviant group where their teacher, Taqidin al-Nabhani, used to reject hadith because he didn't go in, ta- to, in accordance with his intellect. Umar Bakri himself did the same. 
And he said, Muawiyah radiyallahu anhu is not a sahabi. Muawiyah ibn Abi Sufyan radiyallahu anhu ma. May Allah be pleased with them, him and his father. He didn't accept him as being sahabi because they have their own definition of sahabi. He, had, he said sahabi is he who lived with the messenger for two years. Where do you get that definition? We take from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Glad tidings to the one who met me and believed in me. We take from Imam Ahmad rahimahullah who died two for one hijriya who said even if it's an hour he's a sahabi. And he's with the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he believed in that he died upon that. He's a sahabi. So who are you to say, to make up as you go along, uh, the rules and regulations, when it's already been established? You can't add to the deen. You can't add to principles of this deen. The deen, the principles are derived from the text. The qawaid are derived from the text, from the Quran and Sunnah. So where did you get that from? That you have to be, and you take out Muawiyah radiallahu Whereby, when the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam was was said, "Sami Allahu liman hamida," Muawiyah radhiyallahu anhu is behind him saying, "Rabbana wa lakal hamd." You take him out of Sahab. Muawiyah radhiyallahu anhu, Khal al-Mu'minin. Muawiyah radhiyallahu anhu, whom, whom, who used to write hadith, he was a scribe, he used to write hadith of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. وَمَنْ دَلَّ النَّاسَ عَلَىٰ خَيْرٍ كَانَ لَهُ مِنَ الْأَجْرِ مَنْ تَبِعَهَ لَا يَنْقُصُ مِنْ أُجُورِهِمْ شَيْئًا And whoever calls the people to good, he will have the reward of all those that follow him without his reward diminishing. Call the people to good. And Shaykh Abbad, from this hadith, he said, this is proof that the Sahaba that call us to the good, to this good, they will have the reward of all those that follow us, that follow them. So Abu Hurairah, how much good he called us to? More than 5,000 hadith. And Muawiyah, he's the one who reported the hadith. What's the hadith, famous hadith? مَنْ يُرِدِ اللَّهُ بِهِ خَيْرًا يُفَقِّهُ فِي الدِّينِ Whoever Allah wants good for, he gives him understanding of the religion. Hadith in Bukhari and Muslim. That's Muawiyah, who narrated that. And he narrated many narrations. And you take him out of being Sahabi. And there was a meeting in Shaykh Al-Bani, rahimahullah's house, by other deviants, other innovators. Saqaf, Students, Nuh Amin Kalab, Nuh Al Amriki, Nuh Al Amriki, who invited Sheikh Al Albani to his house. Sheikh Al Albani, before this individual, just a new Muslim, just became Muslim, why not go and give him dawah? Only to be surprised to see Saqqaf, the innovator Ash'ari, who, uh, who you will hear what he says. So, the first question that Nuh al-Amriki, Nuh min Kela, asks is, he says, is Muawiyah in the hellfire? A'udhu billah, look at these people, how twisted they are. Is Muawiyah in the hellfire? So, Shaykh al-Bani, that's from his teacher, Saqqaf. These individuals want to take out because of politics. Or the lies against Muawiyah and Amr ibn As that was done by Sayyid Qutb, where he said Muawiyah and Amr ibn As they used they used what deception, cheating, lying in order to get position 
A'udhu billah, speak about sahaba like that. When the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِذَا دُكِرَ أَصْحَابِ فَمْسِكُوا When my companions I mentioned with, hold your tongue. These are the sahaba radhi anhum. They carried the hadith for us. They memorized the Qur'an for us. They strove their utmost. They were tortured. Their family members were tortured. They did the migration amongst them to Ethiopia. And some of them two migrations. And some of them only one migration, the migration to Medina. These are the Sahaba that you talk about in such a, a filthy way. The Sahaba radiallahu anhum, that the Messenger sallallahu said, they're like, the stars are like guides for the people. And the Sahaba are like, my, are like the stars. Guides for my people. So when I go, you follow the way of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. When the woman came to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and said, who shall I follow after you? She, he said to her, اقتدي بالذين من بعدي Follow those two after me. Abu Bakr al-Siddiq عنه, and Umar ibn Khattab In the hadith of Irbad ibn Sariyah the hadith which is in Sunan ibn Majah and Sunan Abi Dawood and Musan Imam Ahmad with various narration, with various wordings hadith on Hassan al-Shawahid or Sahih al-Shawahid what is in the hadith? Alaykum bi sunnati Upon you is to follow my sunnah and the sunnah of the rightly guided caliphs. Who are they? The four khulafa al-rashidin. The sahaba, the best of them. Abu Bakr al-Siddiq, Umar ibn Khattab, Uthman ibn Affan, and Ali ibn Abi Talib. But when Sayyid Qutb said about the khulafa, he said they are Abu Bakr, Umar, and Ali. Who did he miss out? Uthman radiallahu anhu. He said because when the Khilafah reached Uthman, he was an old man. And he didn't have the spirit of Islam. The ruh al-Islam. A'udhu billah. You see why this path is clear? This path of being Salafi, Athari, Sunni is clear because you clarify the batin. You clarify the bid'ah. And you clarify deviations. Whereas all other groups, they were not clarified. Mashi, mashi, pali, pali with everyone and anyone. And Abu Mas'ud, from Hud- narrated from Hudayfa radiallahu anhu, Iyyakum wattalawun fi deen, be warned of being all over the place in the religion. One day you're with this one, another day you're with that one. Another day you're with this one, another day you're with that. This is not the way. Iyyakum wattalawun fi deen. Deen is clear. And most just path of loving the Sahaba radiallahu And you speak about Uthman radiallahu like that. But you'll see the political activists, this is their leaders. Sayyid Qutb. Because of politics they take from him. But we first and foremost look at aqeedah. What is your belief? This is what the Salaf used to look at. This is the first thing that Sheikh Sa'di rahimahullah mentioned. <coughs> he said, تأمل هداك الله ما قد نظمته Ponder, may Allah guide you Concerning that which I have uh, Put in lines of poetry تأمل من قد كان للحق يقصده A pondering with one who's, who's in search for the truth نقر بأن الله لا رب غيره First thing is, we affirm That there is no Lord, except Allah, who deserves to be worshipped, 
إله على العرش العظيم ممجد إله الديتي على العرش أبوف ذا عرش العظيم ممجد الله أكبر أبوف ذا عرش الإكزولتد ممجد نعم ودري صاف ويد عقيدة يصاف بالبليف And here, على العرش. Before that, he said, نقر بأن الله لا رب غيره. Start with Tawheed. And Tawheed, there are many benefits of Tawheed. The person who's upon Tawheed, first of all, is following the path of the prophets and messengers. As Allah mentioned, Surah Al-Nahl. What's the verse of Surah Al-Nahl? وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا في كل أمة رسولا أن يعبدوا الله واشتربوا الطاغوت. We have sent to every nation a messenger calling the people to worship Allah and to keep away from the false deities. So all the prophets call to this path of Tawheed. ولقد بعثنا في كل أمة رسولا أن يعبدوا الله واشتربوا الطاغوت. Worship Allah first and foremost. And this is the first command in the Quran. يا أيها الناس اعبدوا ربكم. First command, worship your Lord, the one who created you. Ibn Taymiyyah has a book called Ibudiyyah, the teacher of Ibn Kathir, the Mufassir of the Quran. His teacher, Ibn Taymiyyah, Rahimullah, died 728 Hijriah. He said, Al ibadatu ismun jami' likulli ma yuhibbuhu Allah wa yarda min al aqwali wal af'ali al zahira wal batina. Ibadah is a comprehensive term towards everything that Allah loves. Whether it is speech or action, done in open or done in secret. That is ibadah. Ibadah. And Allah mentioned in last verse in Surah Al-Furqan, قُلْ مَا يَعْبَأُ بِكُمْ رَبِّي Allah won't concern himself with you if it wasn't for your dua. قَالَ إِبْنُ كَثِيرٌ If it wasn't for your ibadah. Because dua here means ibadah. If it wasn't for your ibadah, Allah won't concern himself with you. Allah won't help you. Allah won't aid you. Allah won't raise you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala won't give you strength. Won't give you establishment upon the earth. And in the other verse, which is in Surah An-Nur, verse 55, you won't get that promise if you're not upon ibadah and away from shirk. وَعَدَ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنْكُمْ وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ لَيْسْتَخْلِفَنَّهُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ كَمَا اسْتَخْلَفَ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ وَلَيْمَكِّنَنَّ لَهُمْ دِينَهُمْ وَالَّذِي ارْتَضَى لَهُمْ وَلَيْبَدِّلَنَّهُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ خَوْفِهِمْ أَمْنًا يَعْبُدُونَنِي لَا يُشْرِكُونَ بِي شَيْئًا Allah promises them to amongst those who believe. Not everyone will get that promise. To amongst those who believe and do righteous deeds. That will give them the khilafah upon the land that which he gave to those before you. You want khilafah, you want establishment, you want firmness, you want quwa, you want izza. بَلِ الْعِزَّةُ لِلَّهِ وَلِرَسُولِهِ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينِ You want with Allah and with the Messenger وسلم, and with the believers. They follow this path of ibadah, of worshipping Allah. And that's why they spend their time calling the people to worship Allah. Calling the people to go through the fiqh of al-ibadat. Purification. Before you come to the salah. Fulfilling the conditions of salah. The shurut al-salah. And the arkan al-salah. The pillars of the prayer before you Pray, know about the pillars of the prayer. 
the conditions of the prayer before you pray, the, condition, the pillars of the prayer while you're praying, and the obligations of prayer, knowing that, so you know the fiqh of ibadat, of salah, of, of the salah, and then siyam, zakah, hajj, you, you are upon fiqh al-ibadat. Before all of that, a tawheed. So Allah will give you firmly, the firmness upon the land, that which has made, that which has given those before you. And you will change the state of fear to that of security. Naam. Ya'budunani la yushrikuna bi shay'ah. They worship me and do not associate partners with me in anything. And in that lecture that Shaykh Rabbi Abdullah gave, وَإِن تُطِيعُهُ تَهْتَدُوا And if you obey him, you will be guided. Referring to Surah Nur, the verse before, 55. And if you obey the Messenger, you will be guided. And, you, and Allah mentions in that same verse, establish the prayer and give the zakah. <coughs> and then afterwards Allah mentions, establish the prayer and give the zakah. So Shaykh Rabbi said, you want the salvation, you want the promise of Allah, then obey the Messenger Wasallam. Establish the prayer, give the zakah, worship him alone, be upon ibadah, and be away from shirk. Who are the ones busy in the, busy in the people, showing them the severity of shirk, where the person will land in the hellfire forever if they die upon shirk. Allah will never forgive that you commit shirk with him and he forgive anything else besides that to whomsoever he wills. Ibn Mas'ud said, Ya Rasulullah, Oh Messenger of Allah, what is the worst, severest of sins? The first of them, he said, the worst of sins that you make with Allah, a partner while he's the one who created you. A man said in the presence of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, What Allah willed and you willed. The Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Have you made me a partner with Allah? قُلْ مَا شَاءَ اللَّهُ وَعْدَهُ Say whatever Allah wills on His own. تَصْفِيَا وَتَرْبِيَا أَجْعَلْتَنِ لِلَّهِ نِدًّا تَصْفِيَا قُلْ مَا شَاءَ اللَّهُ وَعْدَهُ تَرْبِيَا This deen is built upon tasfiyah and tarbiyah. Purification and education. The Messenger didn't leave that man. Rather he corrected him. And likewise when some of the companions who were new to Islam, they said, Make for us a tree to hang our weapons for good luck, just like the polytheists have a tree whereby they hang their weapons for good luck. The Prophet said, Allahu Akbar, showing you the severity. You have indeed said what Bani Israel said to Musa, Make for us a deity just like they have deities. Serious statement. The Messenger didn't leave errors without being corrected. Didn't leave errors. The man who said, MashaAllah wa shi'ta, he didn't leave him. The man who said, he didn't leave them. Him or them. He didn't leave them. He corrected them. Likewise, Ahlul Sunnah in this time, they correct. That which the people have corrupted. And the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam clarified that يَحْمِلُ هَذَا الْعِلْمِ مِنْ كُلِّ خَلَفٍ عُدُولُهُ يَنْفُونَ عَنْهُ تَحْرِيفَ الْغَالِينَ وَالْإِنْتِحَالَ الْمُبْطِلِينَ وَتَأْوِيلَ الْجَاهِلِينَ This knowledge will be carried by the trustworthy ones of every generation. Expelling. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar.
Hadith is Hassan the Shawahid. This knowledge will be carried by the trustworthy ones of every generation. Yanfuna anhu tahrif al ghalin Expelling the distortions of the extremists. Wa intihal al mubtilin. Expelling the destructions of those who try to destroy. Wa ta'wil al jahilin. And the false interpretations of the ignorant. You will find that with the ulama, the people of Tawheed. Shahid Allah anahu la ilaha illahu, wal malaikatu wa ulul ilm. Allah testifies to his to his oneness, and the angels testify to his oneness, and the people of knowledge testify to his oneness. Qaiman bil qist, established upon justice. The ulama, people of Tawheed, they busy themselves with calling the people away from the hellfire. One time I heard Sheikh Saleh Fawzan was giving a talk just about ikhlas. And that talk, Sheikh is crying. And he says, My, the ummah, the ummah has, many, many, the ummah, many of the ummah has gone astray, or much of the ummah has gone astray. Illa man rahim Allah. And he's crying because he's concerned about the ummah. Shaykh Ubaid Hafizullah, in lessons, I used to ask him, how many lessons you have a week, ya Shaykh? When we counted it, it was 13 lessons a week. One to this country, another one to that country. Lessons in the Masjid and Nabawi to the sisters over the phone. 13 lessons a week. Concerned for the Ummah. In the Haram, Shaykh Abba teaching six books of Hadith, thousands of Hadith. Within 26 years or so. Concern for the Ummah. Shaykh Rabi'i Hafidullah did a whole life. Whole life. Concern for the Ummah. Clarifying the truth. Tawheed and Sunnah. Repelling the distortions and doubts. When one individual in Makkah stood up and said, Music is allowed. Who refuted him? Shaykh Rabi'i, Shaykh Fawzan. One one in Makkah. Huh? He brought, started speaking about the, 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 the way of Al-Sunnah. And speaking about the Sahaba. Who stood up against him? Shaykh Abbar, Shaykh Rabi'i. They stood up against him. They wrote and they refuted. Clarifying the truth for the people. When the people went astray. Abu Hassan, when he spoke about the Sahaba. 
radiyallahu anhum has been scum who stood up and refuted him Sheikh Rabi' Naam one after the other the scholars standing up standing up refuting the people of innovation clarifying the importance of Tawheed the severity of shirk clarifying the importance of these affairs more than sins clarifying and being extensive in clarifying or with much effort in clarifying bid'ah more than sins al-bid'ah you find him talk about sins yes but you don't talk about bid'ah because it's against them it's against them so the people of sunnah will talk about the hadith of the 73 sects and there is a whole masters or phd thesis all about that hadith clarifying that this hadith is authentic this hadith is accepted by the so many different reports that's regarding the hadith ma ana alayhi wa ashabi which sect is the saved sect the messenger sallallahu said that which i and my companions are upon and in the other wording where there is no issues at all or no doubt at all which is the saved sect al jamaah the main body what is the main body that is the sahaba way radiyallahu anhum they were the jamaah and ibn mas'ud radiyallahu anhu said al jamaah ma wafaq al haq law kunta wahdak the jama'ah is whatever is upon the truth, even if you be on your own. Following the way of Sahaba anhum, they will not mention these hadith or the hadith of Irbad. Because they don't want you to know about bid'ah. They want to continue their storytelling. And the Messenger sallallahu said in a hadith which is authentic, Inna bani Israel lamma qassu lamma halaku qassu Bani Israel, the children of Israel, when they, when they were destroyed, they turned to what? To storytelling. And you see it. You see it with the, the storytellers, the Sufis, Wallahi, the biggest storytellers. Jama'at al-Tabliq with their book, Tabliq al-Nisab, storytellers. So many stories in there which claim that the peer knows the unseen. Or some individual, he's seen his mother go to hellfire and he's told to make some adkar for her to come out of the hellfire. How does he know the unseen? How does he know the unseen? Allah, only Allah knows the unseen. Where are you going to go? Paradise or hellfire? We don't know. Nobody is guaranteed that they will go to Jannah or Nar. Nobody is guaranteed that they die upon sunnah. Nobody is guaranteed to die upon tawheed. You could slip. And that's why you find the closest people to tawheed and sunnah are the furthest away from shirk and bid'ah. So be with tawheed and sunnah. And you will find yourself far away and free from shirk and bid'ah. The Messenger وسلم, was upon ikhlas. And he called us to ikhlas. He taught us al ikhlas. He taught us sincerity. And from that is the hadith with the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He said, Asbahna ala fitratil Islam. In the morning he would say, We have woken up upon the fitra of Islam, the natural inclination to accept the truth. Wa kalimatil ikhlas. La ilaha illallah. This is what we wake up upon. Tawheed. Asbahna ala kalimat al-Islam. 
وكلمة الإخلاص ودين نبي مح... نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم and upon the, the deen, the way of Muhammad وسلم, our prophet وملة أبينا إبراهيم حنيفا حنيفا مسلما and the methodology or the milla, the path of our father Ibrahim عليه الصلاة والسلام حنيفا مسلما who's upright sways so away from shirk upright مسلما submitting to Allah ولم يكن من المشركين this narration is in Muslim Imam Ahmad and also Silsat al-Sahih of Shaykh Al-Bani rahimahullah. Beginning your day with al-ikhlas. Alhamdulillah aladhi a'yana ba'dama amatana wa ilayhi al-nushur. Ending your day with ikhlas. Bismika rabbi wada'atu jambi wa bika arfa'u in ansakta nafsi faqfir laha wa in arsalta fa'fadha bima ta'fadhu bi ibadak al-salihin. Asking Allah to protect your soul. Ikhlas. Calling upon Allah. Not calling upon the dead. Not calling upon other than Allah. Not calling upon peace. Not going to the graves and calling upon Allah, other than Allah. Not relying upon other than Allah. From the morning to the evening, you are relying upon Allah. When you, form a, when you go on a form of transport, you are relying upon Allah. Subhanallahi sakhalana hadha wa ma kunna lahum muqrineen. Wa inna ila rabbina lamunqalibun. Saying the dua from, from the Quran and the sunnah. Thanking Allah that He has given you this form of transport, ikhlas, ibadah, to Allah. When you go on a journey, ikhlas, ibadah, to Allah. Asking Allah to protect you and your family. Asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect your wealth, ikhlas, calling upon Allah. In your tashahud, calling upon Allah. And what do you do? You supplicate for the believers. Salamu alayka wa ala ibadillahi salihin. Supplicating for them, not asking them for anything. Supplicating for them. When you go to the graveyards, Salamu alaykum. Supplicating for them security, not asking them. This is the sunnah of the Messenger. In all walks from the beginning to the end, you'll see is ikhlas, not shirk. Sunnah, not bid'ah. <coughs> إنه الغفور الرحيم